Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of 2019. Because we're lazy. And we busy. Like, I want to think it's a combination of being lazy, busy, because, you know... A we're, busy, lazy person. <laughs> well, somehow. <laughs> we're watching... Uh, we're checking out uh, Stavros' Netflix account, which, amazingly enough, has the, monst- the Demigorgon from... Uh, Stranger Things is his profile pic, which is great. Which is great. It's the best picture on there, man. They all suck. Yeah, me personally, I'm just now learning about the show Winona Earp, uh, which totally got me. So supernaturally corny. Yeah, it's basically somebody took, I like, would love to see a crossover. <laughs> it's like somebody made some weird, like, chick version of, like, Supernatural somehow, but put in some other stuff, you know, like, uh... Different storyline with the Erp line and the Erp gun. It's yeah. corny. It's corny like Supernatural. It's prob- I haven't seen the Van Helsing one because they're all just Supernatural. Basically, yeah. I mean, even... Um, there was another show, too, um, that was based on um, Ichabod Crane, the Headless Horseman. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a good show, too. Yeah, the, the fucking... When that was on TV, I mean... It was really interesting, but it was weird because it was all modern stuff, you know, like, and it just kind of felt like they're, you know, like, you're watching, like, Supernatural, like, somebody from a different time, or it was kind of like Lucifer in a way, too, where it's like, you have this, like, very charismatic, weird kind of character, and then you have a straight person that's from our time, <laughs> and it totally gets me. It's just very this, Beastmaster 2. <laughs> very Beastmaster 2. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster Mark, too. Mark yeah. Singer. Mm-hmm. He was so great in the 80s. He's one of those iconic 80s actors that everybody forgets about. <laughs> Speaking of which, that was the first thing I ever saw Rip Torn in. Was Beastmaster. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, back when he was skinny. <laughs> yeah, the original Beastmaster. Him throwing kids into the fucking fire pit. Dude. And it's rated PG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see if what's-her-face's tits in that movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. PG-30. It's like a PG movie. <laughs> Mark Singer in a butt flap the whole movie. I know. That was you so see good. that one muscle right down by the penis? You're like, that's too far, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Why is, Pull them motherfuckers up. Why isn't there more coverage on this outfit? <laughs> and a little boy running around with him with the black slave dude. Oh, 
dude, everything in that movie. <laughs> I remember that made Alex and Philip want a ferret. I remember that. Oh, that yeah, like, that was like... They wanted a fucking pet ferret so bad. Uh-huh. I was like, you, you guys had hamsters. That's no good. Hodo and Frodo. Huh? They were Hodo and Frodo. <laughs> Frodo? Uh, Hodo and something else. I think it was Frodo. It might have been, yeah. So, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, pretty cool movies. Now, we're recording this in the month of February um, and broadcasting. The loving month. month of February. The loving month of February. It's um, Women in Horror Month. and the Oh, horror... Black History Month, yeah. And Black History Month. Or American History, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> we just have the segregated section of history. Um, well, they got to have their month and... It is the shortest month. Because <laughs> I don't know whose schools aren't teaching anything about black history, but our school did. <laughs> I don't get where they're... I don't get where and that was uh, before Black History Month. <laughs> and I don't get the whole emphasis on it for some reason. It always, always got to me. Black history really didn't come into effect till like either like our last years of high school or when we were yeah. out. That's when they really started pushing that through. But even before then, though, there, there was always talk. You know, the people got. I would just love to have been like the racist teacher yeah. that, that had like one of the first that had to speak about Black History to their kids. Oh yeah, to their white classroom. <laughs> yeah, it's like the one. It's like the one teacher back in the day. Remember when they when they banned religion, religious talk from school. Oh God! Yeah, that, that was actually our sophomore year, I think. Do you remember uh, me and Will were talking about him today, Mister Monroe? <laughs> oh, Mr. the band teacher. Yeah, he was my homeroom. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was telling him about when your cousin Josh flicked him in the nuts with an M and M, and I, dude, Josh about shit himself. <laughs> oh God! Because he's like a seven, He was sixth or seventh grade, dude. A full grown ass man is in your grill. That's too much. But nowadays, oh God, he would have been sued. And... Fuck yeah, he would have. Um, yeah, some of the shit that people used to get away with back in the day, like Russo, like Mr. Russo throwing chalk. Oh yeah, tossing chalk at like those big chunks of chalk too, like just beating people in the face with them. And... Pay attention. Mm. But anyway, how we, how do we get stuck on this weird back to school? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's I went right. from Beastmaster. <laughs> that's right, because we are going to talk about some shit from our old days. Um, namely, horror. The whole genre of horror, you know? The fuck, we grew up watching that shit, you know? And it always brings up weirder memories of other bullshit. Well, it was like the the Halloween. Like our, that's why Halloween is such our, I think, more of our Christmas than yeah. anything, because we always. That was our Christmas party. Yeah, like, that was our Christmas. We we just stay up all night, watch horror movies. And porn. As we get older, it turned into porn as well. Yeah. Um, but when you're when we we're twelve or thirteen doing it, we were. I, I remember that too. We knew ha- about porn. Your but we house get a hold of it. Your house was the porn house. That was the funniest. <laughs> your porn. house was. The- Alex is the one that had the treasure chest full of porn, but your house was the porn house. <laughs> <laughs> your house was the porn house. I was going to Stavros house watching porn because my dad was a liberal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember the, um, God, I remember when that first became a thing. Do you remember the book? The book that Alex had? Uh-huh. It was like our rating system for porn. I'm surprised we didn't have one for horror also. I really am surprised. 
But no, Alex was so obsessed with fucking wanting to keep this but, record. And we, we in every Halloween, we'd rent mostly the same movies every year. Oh, yeah. And we'd watch most of those movies all year long, but it's just special on Halloween. Yeah. It was always like Jason's, Freddy's. Pinheads. Pinheads. And then back in the day, they didn't have that many. So, like, if you wanted to rent all the Halloweens, one to five. Yeah, and then we had to get Alex <laughs> up on the fucking quarter thing trying to get us free fucking movies. And Yeah, there was this uh, game that this video store had. It was a big giant pickle jar full of water with a shot glass in the middle. And Al- our Alex fucking... Our buddy mastered Alex it. Mastered the ability to drop quarters right in that fucking shot glass. One hit every time. He, he would push it down a little bit. Yep. He would give it a little force and straight down. And then when they started flipping it around, he would do the whole request of... Could I have the lid taken off? Like he was performing tricks. You know? like, <laughs> like, that's how good he was, dude. He was just like, yeah, because he'd take the lid off and he'd hold the quarter right over the water and just drop it right in. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I got that like twice ever. Yeah, dude. Like twice ever. Yeah, I, I got lucky sometimes, but I mainly just waited for Dollar Day. Because uh, it was like, yeah, Dollar Day, you know, that's five movies. <laughs> or or one movie, and then you wait the next day for video game dollar day, and you get a couple of video games too. But yeah, back in the old days though, there were so many like really cool things. Or I was actually talking with somebody on the bus about that because they actually asked me, "Hey, are you old enough to remember Blockbuster Video? Are you old enough to remember when they had just mom and pop video shops?" <laughs> like, and you could be a little kid and have your own account. Your parents, you didn't have to like have your parents' approval or nothing. It was fucking funny until a bunch of kids got caught doing it. Then there had to be the oh, I remember when you could scam fucking video stores before computers. Yes, when they had to do it by paperwork. Oh, yeah, and of course, you know, they didn't have the smartest workers back then. No, they're all pretty naive, really. I actually think though, the Whizbang video chicks. All of those women were just, like, in full support of, like, all of us, like, watching horror films. They were all about that shit. Because they were, like, B-film, like, fans. Like, remember all the weird pictures they had of, like, Lucy Lawless? There was that kind of, kind of attractive, milfy, kind of taller brunette woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, had, like, she used dark to work book. there. She used to love mom because my mom looked like her mom. So anytime my mom would come oh, in, wow. she would be all over hugging her. and They were really nice in the... The owner, Steve, I don't fucking, like, a hundred bucks in my account. He still let me rent. Yeah. Did you know it was, like, three generations of family that owned that, too? Really? Yeah. It was, like, it was, like, the Steve, his mom worked there, his sister, like, after a while, it was, like, four women. And it was, like, that you'd see them all working. Like, there was, like, the mom, the daughter, and the granddaughter or whatever. And it was, like, the craziest fucking thing. I think it was... Yeah, dude's mom, sister, and daughter, or, like, daughter or something like that. Or, no. Or maybe maybe just sister and then the grand, grandma. Mom. Well, because I remember, well... I just remember well, there was an older woman there. I just remember that. When they first started, they were in that one building. Yeah. And they moved over to the Mountain View Lanes, and they and moved then back, they back but on the other side. Yeah. yeah. And that, what's now a church... I think it's like a mm-hmm. old church now. God, that was some old school shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I just love the fact that they just had this like incredibly huge horror section. 
which was like, but remember back in the day, though, it would have been just like one rack on two sides or whatever. But we thought that was gigantic. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all these movies. We'll never be able to watch all of them. Oh, and like every time they move, they got bigger. Yeah. And then, um, and then the thing that made it even worse is like you go to places like Ballard Town Video. They had a big horror section. Oh, Video Den. Ballard Town and um, uh, USA Video. Mm-hmm. I went in Forest Grove when they, they those closed down, dude. I went there and bought a bunch of their fucking movies. Fuck yeah! I remember I had tons of their VHS shit. Well, not not Wiz, not Video or well, actually, I bought mostly Whiz Bang and Video Den stuff, and some of the Hollywood Video from the Beaverton or from Beaverton, mm-hmm. like in the, over by uh, Beaverton Town Center. I bought a lot of their movies too. I was really sad when Hollywood went out of business, though. But the thing I always loved about Hollywood Video was, like, the weird selection they had. Like, they had, they always had, like, they had, like, a, like, every episode of Dark Shadows on VHS. It's, like, the weirdest thing to have. And then they had, like, uh, they always had all the, all the really weird old, uh, old, like, barbarian movies and shit from back in the day. Like, uh, Red Sonia, which... If anybody's ever read any of the news on Red Sonia, um, uh, Brian Singer, uh, the director of that, he also did Bohemian Rhapsody. That's going to make a lot of people mad. And then there's... Um, you know, Dude, he, did, he, invent- he gave us Kaiser Sose. Okay? He, did, he did all the X-Men's. Yeah, he did, he did the usual suspects. But, you know, he's presumed a child molester. So now, we're at, now we're, we might not get Red Sonia just based on that. Because well, they've been they've been doing that since his last couple X Men. Yeah, and the thing is, though, is he's never been convicted. Never been convicted. Nobody's come forward. They're just trying him. Um, but I I don't know. I mean, considering the kind of stuff he makes, do you really think he could have done Red Sonja justice? And if so, would Jason Momoa be playing Arnold Schwarzenegger's character again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if Zack Snyder did it. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he got called in for Aquaman, he asked Zack, what villain am I playing? He's like, you're playing the hero. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the... Um yeah, I kind of always wondered though what was what what would become of that shit. And speaking of which, speaking of those really old flicks, it's so weird to see Orion Pictures' name on shit again. I know, and that's so weird. Like, and that goes all the way back to like all the old shit we used to watch. Um, um, Robocop Cop and fucking uh, one of the Masters of the Universe was one of the ones I had. Uh-huh. Orion. Um, Batteries not included, I think, was an Orion Pictures film. Uh-huh. Uh, it was always weird stuff. Oh, it was just... Ha- Texas Chainsaw 2? Uh, no, that was canon. Yeah, that was canon. That was canon. Who also one. did Total Recall. Yeah. I always, get, I always get canon confused for some reason. Didn't canon do... Um, didn't they do fucking Bloodsport? I think so. Or was that Lionsgate? No, I think it was canon. Okay. I remember Lionsgate doing some shit in the 80s, but not very many. Because they were low budgets back then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just kind of cool to see to see their name back. 
But the one thing I don't like seeing it attached to is the new Child's Play film. I have no interest even watching it or watching it. Yeah, they're... Okay, so... We did coverage on this last year. Um, go back and watch, or check out our archives. Look for anything Chucky-related. We've talked about this to death. Um, I'm just going to say that when you watch the original, tra- the first trailer, the teaser, that led up to that following Friday having the trailer actually released online, when you watch that first trailer, it feels like you're watching some promo for a RoboCop. It just, it doesn't, it's like all industrial, it's really weird, and it's got, it's basically like a commercial from the company who creates the Buddy doll, and they're basically saying, our products are technologically, you know, ahead of the curve, and this and this and this. We deliver family products to family, you know, consumers, and this and this and this. And they they go, it's this big old rant, but it feels like a weird RoboCop commercial for some reason. Feels like a commercial you would have saw in the remake of RoboCop, not the original one, but the remake. <laughs> and uh, it would have been like a weird commercial during that movie. And then, um, and then to make it even weirder, on top of all that, when you watch the trailer, trailer, and this is the part that makes me mad, Stavra. The trailer is actually good. Really? The trailer makes the movie look fucking good. But. Knowing every press release thing that they put out about Child's Play, including, there's also, um, there's also, uh, reasons out there, you can check them out, there's, like, uh, reactions to this and, like, you know, explaining this and this to, you know, the moviegoer. We'll just kind of reiterate it, but in our own words. So, MGM owns the rights to the name Child's Play. They don't own yeah no they, they don't own the rights to the Child's Play franchise that would be Universal and Don Mancini so Don Mancini still has the rights to Child's Play the release rights belong to Universal Pictures which makes sense because Rogue Pictures did the Chucky series you know from Bride of Chucky all the way to now. Rogue doesn't exist anymore. It's no longer a, subsi- a subsidiary of uh, Universal, but it's still the Universal brand. And Universal's still the one putting it out. So, that would be why this Child's Play has nothing to do with Voodoo and has everything to do with a fucking mechanical failure or a, a, and a fucking weird programmed AI that mechanically that has a that has a malfunction and tries to kill a kid and his friend and his mom. Jesus. And it's like, well, the difference is, what's scary when we were kids yeah. isn't scary nowadays. I want to think though, if they, if it wasn't voodoo, if they hadn't made it some weird demonic possession, that might have worked better. Instead of a robot, a fucking robot. Basically, this is like mini Terminator, dude. <laughs> Terminator, dude. And having some of my favorite actors in this movie doesn't make it any better for me, like, wanting to watch it, because I'm like, now I kind of want to watch it, but I'm still just going to, like, wait till Netflix, because it's not something I'm going to be rushing to the movie theaters to see. No. Now, I was also super mad about another release that has something to do with robots, and it's uh, the release of Capcom's Mega Man 11. And I didn't want the game to be good. I played the fucking demo. It's actually good. 
No. It fucking blew my mind. I was like sitting there playing it, and I was like, this game is actually fun. <coughs> it's actually fucking fun. It didn't make any sense. And so, like, and we got this new thing with robots lately. Have you noticed that? Mm. You know, you have, like, Alita, Battle Angel. That's, like, the number one movie in America right now. Um, Robert Rodriguez and fucking uh, uh, James Cameron fucking scoring it big with it. Oh, um, hell yeah. You know, despite the fact that the movie has, like, some moments in it that feel like you're watching a video game, it's entertaining as fuck. It's got a lot of uh, Robert Rodriguez act- actors in it, um, and it looks like it could be pretty good. Um, I actually saw it in the theater already. Uh, Stavro uh, hasn't seen it yet, um, but and that's why I'm not saying too much about it. Oh, and Jennifer Connelly in this movie, fucking hot. Um, but what what would I say about this movie? Well, if you don't want to let your friends know that you've seen it yet, just tell them it sucked. <laughs> just tell them it sucked. <laughs> exactly what yeah, I did. Yeah, it was such a dick move. I know. I was like, I was high as fuck when I messaged you that too. I was just like, oh man, I gotta tell Starbro about this movie. Oh my god, I gotta tell him. I gotta. I was telling it sucked. <laughs> I was telling it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> tell it bad. <laughs> And I couldn't even hold it in very long. I think I let it go for like five minutes, and I was like, "If that, maybe, yeah." I don't even. I'd have to look at my message, but yeah, I just totally backpedaled on that shit. I was like, "No, dude, it's fucking awesome." <laughs> Fight scenes were fucking killer. It's basically it's basically fucking um, Ghost in the Shell, but without the Ghost in the Shell, but kind of the same thing, almost the same pro, you know, almost the same thought for the movie. Um, yeah, you couldn't really get more copy than that because uh, they're both based on Japanese mangas. Um, Robert Rodriguez just instead of uh, instead of um, white casting the whole movie, he brown casted the whole movie. <laughs> so <laughs> the main two characters in the movie are Hispanic, so because they're people of color, people won't bitch about them not being Japanese. Um, as opposed to Scarlett Johansson playing a character that looks seemingly white in the anime. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, it's the internet, they're going to bitch about some. Right. The only thing I bitched about with fucking uh, Ghost in the Shell is that when she took her clothes off, she wasn't naked. She was naked in the cartoon. Sorry, we know turned on by hentai. So, <laughs> no shit. Oh, God. Speaking of hentai, um, did you see that fucking thing I posted online earlier? It was uh, basically Bruce Lee but um, fighting in a movie. But instead of nunchucks, there were lightsabers. Oh, Jesus. It's like Bruce Lee in the fucking Star Wars. And I was just thinking, yeah, that could work. Oh, that could work. Oh, the floss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking Star... And that's another thing, too. There's big uh, news about the new Star Wars movie. Um, now, it's hard to be excited about this movie, but knowing Ryan Johnson's not attached to it makes me a little happy. Why do you... It's called The Balance of the Force. So, and Is J- the new one? Yeah, and then J.J. Abrams is directing it. Uh, now, that leaked uh, late last month. Uh, so... 
if you're just now hearing about it, then surprise! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this isn't news. Oh, I think I knew that yeah, a while is, ago. Yeah, this isn't total news. I mean, they've been talking about it for a while, but it was official, official uh, last month. Dude, once upon a Deadpool. Let's do it. Once upon a Deadpool. No, I just got the unrated awesome versions. The awesome versions. But but we'll, we, we won't get to see him and Fred Savage sing Nickelback through the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. That was one of the greatest. Like his little commercials. Did you see the one he did with Hugh Jackman where they apologized? Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds had this really thoughtful commercial, and Hugh Jackman was. You know who I'm talking dick. about? Maybe I'll think about drinking it. It's like he, he, he pours it out. Yeah, he pours it out. Just he's like, he's like, and maybe no. What? First off, he's like Ryan Reynolds is a fucking dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just the fact that fucking Ryan's commercial was so great, so heartfelt. And <laughs> you know who this is. I'll tell you, Hugh. <laughs> it's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, that the whole like the whole thing because I because a lot a lot of people would think that the um, you know like the Twitter war between them was real. Damn it! Yeah, it's no. He was like they were getting mad at each other. I was like, dude, it's just a joke between two friends. Yeah, and they made fun of each other in the movies even. You know, like, well, no, not as much Hugh as Ryan did. Because Ryan really fucking ripped on him in fucking Deadpool. <laughs> you want to die, huh? Huh, Wolfie? <laughs> oh, I'm a, I can die, too. <laughs> I like where they had the... Yeah, I like where they had the, um, the thing where he's, like, destroying the toy. <laughs> he has the toy of Deadpool. Deadpool from the fucking Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just... Speaking of which, that was my least favorite level in the video game, by the way. <laughs> that Wolverine game. Oh, really? Dude, that was my least favorite one, was fighting Deadpool. Like, man. Man. Because <laughs> I remember when that movie came out, dude, fucking Bill was pissed. He was like, that is not Deadpool. <laughs> that is not Deadpool. <laughs> dude. Our buddy Bill is so passionate about comics, dude. He, like, fucking... He, he thought Aquaman pissed. was a big trial, a pile of trash. Dude, I remember when I told him that uh, that I thought fucking uh, Green Lantern sucked a dick. And he was like, you suck a dick! Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves the Green Lantern so much. I was like, sorry, the Hurricane the movie wasn't that good. Sorry. The <laughs> Hurricane the movie wasn't that good. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. I saw something online that was pretty funny where somebody was trying to say Hurricane Holmes was 63 years old. I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? It's on the internet. must be true. It's on his Wikipedia, I think. But I love it because like it was basically Conrad Thompson on um, Tony Schiavone's What Happened When podcast. And he was basically trying to sell... Tony Schiavone on the fact that fucking Hurricane was like fucking 63 years old. So like he's been in the business a long time. Like whatever, he's in his 20s when he was in three count, okay? Fuck that. 
He's like, he's a little older than we are, okay? Just a little bit. What about the new uh, John Wick 3 trailer? Have you seen it? No, I have not actually seen that. Um, tell us about it, though. Oh, dude, it looks wicked. Yeah. He, you're gonna kill a lot of people. And they're all assassins, too. See, that, that, that makes this next movie even more exciting, because... The, the whole premise is like all the entire Assassin's League in the world knows he's fucking a marked man mm-hmm. to the highest bidder and it's like um, so, so who's who do you think is going to be the main villain in this film? I do not know but I will switch it over to something so we can watch it after a bit but um, I know they like put a basketball player in as a big assassin in the, in the trailer and basically I saw him in the trailer and I think I saw the assassin get killed in the trailer who's a basketball professional basketball player oh shit yeah it's uh it, it looks really good I, I I can't remember who the main villain is I remember that's the that's who I saw fucking Angelica Houston Angelica Houston's fucking in it oh that's right yeah you told me about that mm-hmm they're, they're going to bring in old-time actors who are like, fuck, I, they're still alive? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Fuck, Angelica Houston's still alive? Fuck yeah. She was in a few Wes Anderson movies a while back before, they, before he started doing just animated films. Oh, I know. Now he's got that new one, uh, The Val... Or was it something of Isle of Dogs or whatever? Um... And the one before that, I think, was the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Um, both based on kids' movies, by the way. And all those movies are produced here in Oregon. By a local, uh, by a local stop-motion company. Oh, here's, here's his puppy. I wonder in this movie, though, does the dog live through the whole thing? I don't know. Or do you think the dog's going to die and it'll give me more of a reason to want to kill everybody? This will probably be Keanu's most intense movie, I can imagine. Mark DeCoscos. Mark DeCoscos? Yeah. There you go. Dog, five seconds. Here we go. It's <laughs> a great looking trailer. Oh! Let me use a fucking automatic weapon as a projectile weapon. And they fucking got Frank, Frank Sinatra. Fish brings it in again. Looks like he killed somebody with a book. Yeah, that was the basketball player. <laughs> oh. And he's in the desert. In a suit. Oh, Halle Burr. Mm. That's an interesting thing. 
I love how they did Frank Sinatra in the background. Oh yeah, that was great. This is that's totally fucking great. Oh, it's fucking dogs. <laughs> now this comes to another. This comes up. This makes me want to talk about another one. Another thing, real quick. So, so in the lure of John Wick, um, a lot of people would also think that another popular espionage um, kind of movie, uh, a la James Bond, a la John Wick, a la other things. Uh, would be getting its possible third sequel, but it's not in the Kingsman series. They were, but Eggsy backed out. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy, though. I mean, I mean, the fact so far, but that was that was as of like months ago. I'm not sure they might have re-talked, or I'm not sure. Come on to a different thing, yeah. Because I mean, because Tara um, uh, Edgerton has been in. You know, he hasn't been in too many movies, but he's been hot as of late. You know, he did the uh-huh. Robin Hood flick. He's going to be in the Rocket Man movie, which is the biopic of um, Elton John. He looks the part too. I want to think that when he when Elton John was in fucking Kingsman two, that's the first thing Elton said to him. You know, you look a lot like me <laughs> when I was your age, and I bet that's what prompted it. Unless, uh, unless he, if you know whether or not Guy Ritchie did, or not Guy Ritchie. Uh, the director of uh, Kingsman did that movie. The same dude. Oh, uh, they are doing Kingsman three. Oh yeah, they got that new Arthur movie coming out also. Um, it's gonna be a spinoff. It, Kingsman. Oh. Uh, it's a spinoff of the Kingsman movie series, which will look at the spy organization at the turn of the twentieth century. Oh, so they kind of go to go to kind going of, back. Yeah, that'd be kind of a weird prequely thing to do. But yeah, the actor himself, though, I mean, he's been doing a lot of really cool shit. So uh, more power to it's, him. It's a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Now speaking of fucking sequels, though. Um, I'm still waiting to see something about it, um, but apparently they're editing the film right now, hmm. or if they're not done with it, done with it, it should be premiering soon, but Rob Zombie's Three from Hell. Oh, yeah. Um, so I know Bill Mosley's been talking about it online. I follow him on Twitter and Instagram. I also follow his daughter, Oodles of Pain. You have to see Oodles her. of pain. <laughs> Dude, you have to see her Facebook page. She is weird. <laughs> so weird. I mean, I'm not even going to say she's like that hot, but she the weirdness makes her hotter. In a weird way. It just, it gets me. Every time I see that girl, I'm like, Dude, you're fucking weird. Your dad must be proud as fuck of you. <laughs> she's probably the one daughter that, that dad is totally proud of, you know. Like, Bill is probably ear-to-ear with that kid. It's like, well, she's a model, she does whatever she wants, and she's weird as fuck. And her fans love her. So, uh, but yeah, Three from Hell, though. Dude, I just... Like, the the only thing I hate seeing still is that fucking that promo uh, video that Rob Zombie was, like, showing at some of his later concerts. It was like a little teaser trailer for the movie. It's like, dude, just show us something already, goddammit. Because um, i got to imagine, like, what what are they going to do? They were killed in Devil's Rejects. What are they going to do? 
Is it a literal title? Three from hell? Like they die and come back? Uh-huh. And they just have a big murder spree to take revenge, or to kind of re- take revenge on what happened to them? You know, especially with Wydell and shit. Even though fucking Tiny kills his ass. So it's like, I mean, what revenge do they really need? Just revenge on humanity? Revenge on any everything and everything? Well, I think he wants to take them back to the villains. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to do it. I mean, you can't hero... You can't make every villain the hero, you know? We can't have ba- weird bad guy wrestling all the time. You know, we gotta have... You gotta be able to have a, a real bad guy. That's why people didn't like the Nightmare on Elm Street re- remake. Because they turned the movie into a real villain. Or they turned Freddy Krueger into a real villain in that film. And a lot of people just were hating on it. They couldn't, they couldn't well, handle it. Well, if they go back and watch the first one, he is a villain. Yeah, he doesn't... And he... He doesn't really he didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't likable. No. He wasn't likable till three, three or four. Yeah. Three is when they really start giving him the one-liners. Well, yeah, like, prime time, bitch! You know, like... I mean... What a rush, you know? But he's got a great line in the remake, though. Yeah. It's like... You know, after the after the brain dies, he got about... Six, seven six, minutes. It's the playtime. We got six minutes of fun left. Yep. I was was like, bravo. Yeah, and and we waited to kill him. And they changed up the characters. Death scene. Like, Johnny Depp's character died in the first five minutes. Yeah, that was the same guy. Yeah. So he's like, it's pretty brutal. It's like, I mean, you're not going to get the same movie, you know, Mm -hmm. but... The, the cast did a great job. And I don't care how much you fucking hate it, Rooney Mara. That was your best fucking movie, so fuck off. Because <laughs> you're nothing compared to your sister. Kate is the better actress. Bought fall. I know. I actually wanted there to be a sequel to, to that movie with Jackie as Freddy. And they could have put Kate in fucking Rooney's spot. They look enough alike. Probably would have been a better movie. And she would have been a better match for the mom. Because you remember the mom was a redhead? I did like the end. Yeah. Freddy always wins, you know? It has to. Mm -hmm. Because there has to be another movie. You have to be able to make a sequel off that shit. I'm just saying. Okay. I didn't watch Happy Death Day. Didn't need to. Nope. They tell you in the movie. I was like, oh, didn't need to watch it. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They recap it. It's great. Yeah, well, you didn't have a re or an explanation in that movie why the loop happened? Nope. There was never that explanation. You were never like, no, she hey, just, why she, did the loop happen? She just had to figure out. In the first movie, she just had to figure out. Oh, yeah. So we're go- going on to Happy Death Day. <laughs> yeah. We saw that movie on fucking V-Day because... We're fucking dating, so fuck off. <laughs> We're fucking dating. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know I got up. He's like, "What'd you do?" I was like, "What am I? Uh, a V Day date with Dio and went and watched Happy Death Day." I owe him a Blumpkin. Fuck yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so it's never explained how the loop happens in the first movie, but the only thing that is that she does figure out is that she all she has to do is figure out who kills her, and she finds out it's her roommate. Um. And her roommate had this weird, elaborate fucking plan on how to kill her. 
you know, she ended up uh, making sure, because she was working in the hospital, she made sure that the one insane, insane guy who was responsible for other murders and shit ended up getting cut loose just to give her an open opportunity to be able to step in as the killer. Um, and when she figures out that the killer is two different people, that's when, you know, she was able to kind of stop the chain, the chain of events. She just had to solve her own death. And in the second movie, they kind of flipped it on its head a little bit. It's almost a sci-fi. It's almost, it's almost kind of... They switch genres. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they pulled a weird John dies at the end kind of shit, you know? Well, I did like her death. I, well, when, when she first woke up and it was her day again because the guy's fucked with everything with that scientific thing. Yeah. And she woke up super pissed. Oh, man, she was livid. Like, that face she was making was priceless. You know, she, and she's a hot girl, too. And for her to make that ugly of a fucking face, that's some serious fucking dedication right there for acting. Uh-huh. Like, ugh, some serious shit. But, um, so I'll say that the uh, the setup for the second movie is great. Um, Happy Death Day to You is a pretty funny sequel. Uh, the deaths are funny. Uh, it has a couple good deaths. Um, some of the one-liners were funny. Yeah, a lot of them. Like, uh, like uh, amateur was, move. There, there was a there was a little heartfelt in it with her mom. Yeah, there was that. That that was. That was definitely um. That was definitely a sad moment because uh-huh. like because she she didn't want to leave that behind because that's what she was missing in her actual life. So, and if you didn't catch the storyline of Happy Death Day 2, here's some spoilers for you. Um, so, <laughs> some spoilers for you. So, Happy Death Day 2 takes place um, in an alternate universe of the original film after the two guys that were responsible for building this uh, kind of time displacement machine or some kind of weird thing like that, they figured out, they ended up altering his, or altering time basically mm-hmm. with uh, all the dimensions of time and, and all the different realities and yeah and um so everything basically kind of shuffled over one one dimension in the wrong place and so she's kind of left with the dilemma of whether or not she's going to continue to live there and live this other person's life whose memories don't match up with hers and whose world just is completely better than it was before. But because she's really in love with this dude... In some ways, they were better. Yeah, in some ways. So, you know, even though, she's, even though she's really in love with this guy, she was almost willing to let him go in her reality for her missing mom. You know, and her mom was... You know, because in her world, she, uh, she lost her mom. And she was basically just kind of raised by her dad. And... At the beginning of this one, she's going out with the guy, and in the alternate world, she's going out with that one fucking other beta bitch. Yeah. Who has a really great part in this movie? <laughs> oh God, the blind part when she whacked him in the shin and whacked him in the face. With... Yeah, this is a scene where they're supposed to keep the like the, so the Dina school keeps uh, keeps fucking up their shit because uh, they're trying to do this experiment, but the dean's like shutting him down um, because this you know, drawing too much juice and 
they don't feel like it's it's you know living up to the potential of getting them money mm-hmm. with the money they've been looking for so the dean basically tries to shut down their experiment which kind of fucks up everything it fucks up the ability to get um tree home at, not necessarily home but in the right reality yeah and um but also they're trying to kind of keep you know Tree's trying to keep herself from dying so they can figure it all out if she keeps dying she's eventually just gonna die I love the fact that in this one though she's just killing herself that's the great that's oh, the yeah. greatest she jumps out the plane right and splatters right in front of the couple that she's and, uh, jealous of and she's like slow, and it's like slow mowing she's like flipping flipping everybody off like a Deadpool fucking goddamn yeah. death that whole fucking like um, fourth wall <laughs> the fucking one, shit. The Drano. Drano, oh. when she looks at the guy and she's like, cheers. Yeah, she like, downs the Drano right for that woman. And then wakes up thirsty as shit. Like, like, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was great. First of all, cheers. <laughs> Just downs the Drano. And I forgot what music was in the background, but it fit the scene so beautifully. Oh, it did, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there is a lot of fun in this new one though. This, this, but the rookie move. Yeah, rookie move. That's my favorite line. Rookie move. When she jump, when she falls off the building, all with her hands tied or handcuffed or whatever. Yeah. And that one cop keeps dying in the hospital. You know the thing was too is that the reveal for the killer in this movie was who I thought it was in the previous movie. Really? That's who I thought it was. Oh, fuck yeah. So I didn't even, like, I was wrong in the first movie. I did not think it was the roommate at all. I was like, dude, no way it's her. She's too hot and shameless. No way. And then sure sure as shit, turns out to be the same dude as the killer in this one. Of course, I love the fact that his wife is also, (laughs) she's like fucking psychotic as shit. Oh, and then he shoots her and I want a divorce. Yeah, I want a divorce. (laughs) Yeah, this um, happy happy death day to you though was definitely funny. Um, so uh, another movie that's uh, soon to be coming out. It's um, I think it's just past the editing phase. Also, kind of real similar to a zombies film, is uh, the Soska's um, remake of the movie Rabid, uh, which I was excited to hear about. And I remember talking to them about it at uh, Fear Fest a couple years ago. Or not Fear Fest. Um, uh, God, I forgot what it's called now. It's the um, the Texas Frightmare Festival, and I keep calling it Fear Fest because the first two conventions I ever went to in Texas were called Fear Fest. Um, but yeah, the Frightmare uh, dropped. She, uh, you know, they included some pretty, you know, pretty interesting cast. A lot of people from American Mary were in it, um, including Tristan Risk. Um, but their pick for the main girl is definitely different. Um, I was really hoping it would be Sasha Gray, kind of keeping up with the whole porn theme from the original movie. Mm-hmm. You know, with Marilyn Chambers being the original girl. So, that was kind of a bummer to find out that wasn't the case. Um, and then there's a bunch of new fucking releases right now in VOD. Like, tons of shit. The first on my fucking watch list is uh, is definitely uh, the girl in the spider's web, um, which is directed by uh, Fidi Alvarez, the guy who did uh, the remake of Evil Dead, 
and um, also did the movie Don't Knock, which was not a good movie. Or don't br- don't breathe. I'm sorry, not not don't knock. That was uh, no don't breathe. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't don't breathe wasn't that great. It had a you know a good premise. Yeah, for a story, it just didn't turn out to be a good story. No, the execution was really bad, and I love the cast. The cast was great. Mm-hmm. It's just that that execution was just horrid. But um, yeah, no, Feeney's version of or a sequel to. Uh, the the girl who kicked the hornet's nest is I mean it looks cool, looks super cool, uh, and it definitely looks like it fits with that with those original movies. Definitely isn't a good sequel to the remake of uh, uh, Spider's Web though. Oh no. No. But I mean, because that's a lot of cast you can't really replace, you know. Um, but we saw the, we saw the trailer to the new uh, Hellboy today, which was pretty fun. Oh, I can't wait to see the sheriff from fucking Stranger Things as him. He is going to kill it, I think. Yeah. Um, recently it was announced, um, uh, er, I think it was like really early this year uh, that um, Jordan Peele was going to be putting out his movie Us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also has taken the reins of The Twilight Zone, which is going to be on uh, CBS's All Access app. Um, and I've been, I've been watching, uh, Star Trek Discovery on there. Uh, I really like the show. It's fun. Um, it's a good show. It's a really good Star Trek show. Um, I kind of have a feeling that, um, Jordan's fucking, uh, Twilight Zone is going to be pretty cool. And guess who's in the fucking first episode? Hmm. Adam Scott. Really? The guy who stood in hell's way. Oh. He's, he's playing fucking, uh... Uh, William Shatner's part. Now, we have seen... This would be the third time they've redone that. Mm-hmm. You know, the gremlins on the plane thing. Mm-hmm. Who do you think did it better? John Lithgow. I was, yeah, I was just going to list them all. I was like, given Adam Scott's... I don't even have to... Given Adam even, Scott's ability... That's, I still think, yeah. That's still big yeah. shoes to fill. That is... Yeah. Because Lithgow was a great replacement for Shatner. That is Harry Henderson you're talking about, okay? Fuck yeah. The Trinity Killer, Steve. No shit, bitch. Raising Kane. He was Kane. It was the dominant personality. or no, Actually, no, the dominant personality was the sister, wasn't it? It was the female. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, Kane was one of many. Kane was just like the, the aggressor. But Kane was the one that that the that his dad created for his kid. Um, another thing that's uh that's coming out that we've seen a trailer for already that also has John Lithgow and it is the preview for Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I want to see that. That should look pretty cool. Wait a minute, which one is this? It's called Brightburn. That's Elizabeth Banks. Of course. Yep, the visionary director of Guardians of the Fucking Galaxy. James motherfucking Gunn.
At first, when you first started watching this trailer, I was almost thinking this was the new It. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this It Chapter 2? Please don't tell me this kid has autism. No. He's not like us. <laughs> it's like a horror movie take on Superman. Yeah, it is. He was sent here to save us. He's gonna destroy us. Huh. in this movie look crazy. Bright burn. Looks wicked. Memorial Day. Oh, looks like we're good. This is almost like his Revenge Against Superhero movies. Uh-huh. It's like, this is my take. Like, fuck you guys. Fuck your superhero movies. Also, um, James Gunn should be also involved in the next trauma film coming out. Oh, and Suicide Squad too. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he's going to get to be able to direct Robbie Margo. Yes, he is. That's going to be a tough one. Getting through another one of those movies. Oh, you got two more coming. I don't know if my boner can take it. Uh, she's got her own uh, origins movie called Birds of Prey coming as well. It's kind of fitting considering the Birds of Prey television series that came out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Where Harley Quinn is the, uh, is a fucking head of some superhero squad. Or was it Harley Quinn? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a part of it. It was or Catwoman. Batman and Catwoman's daughter. daughter. Yeah. That girl's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing I saw her in was, uh, The Walking Tall movie with John, with, uh, fucking The Rock. SWAT. Was she in SWAT also? Mm-hmm. She was the girlfriend at the beginning. She was also in um, that Paul Walker movie in the sea where she got attacked by a shark. It was pretty gruesome. Took a chunk out of her leg. It was awesome. Mm. Um, I, I see her in bits here and there. Not really a whole lot. She usually plays a slut nowadays. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Like, that was her most, you know, probably, probably one of her best roles was Birds of Prey that I've seen her in. Mm. <coughs> but yeah, she was in Walking Tall. She's, she's a tasty treat. Don't get me wrong. Dude. Yeah. But yeah, I ain't seen her in a while. Uh, so, since uh, since the release of Halloween and its uh, very successful theatrical run this you know this year, plus its very successful crit holiday run um, on VOD and digital download and disc, movies done very well, so much so that Jason Blunt or Blum or yeah Jason Blum wants to make another Halloween movie, but they don't have the rights to it. 
Oh, really? So now he's looking into other properties. And those are Friday the 13th and Hellraiser. Really? If he were to get Hellraiser with that same director, that would be amazing. With the guy, with the guy who did ju- Hellraiser Judgment mm-hmm. doing a bigger budget film. I mean, with, definitely with a different writing cast. Has to have a different writing cast. Oh yeah, big time. But he needs to put himself in the movie again. Because he was fucking great in Judgment. <laughs> I remember, I, I talked to a lot of people who hated that movie. They were like, dude, that movie was terrible. I was like, that was one of the better ones in a while. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best, but it was better than the last, at least I'd say three. Yeah. Had some great writing in that, especially for himself. The shit oh, he, yeah. The shit he wrote for himself. <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ. No, different zip code. No, he's like, like, is this heaven? Is that, yeah, that's right. And he says, something different zip code. Yeah. Same city, different zip code or something like that. Same area code, different zip code. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, it was pretty good. He had a lot of really good one-liners from himself. He's like, and when he said, Jesus Christ, he's like, oh, heavens, no. Oh, heavens, no. <laughs> <laughs> He was charismatic as fuck, though. I like that guy. I mean, as long as they don't try to duplicate the background feel in the, you know, in the next Horizon movie for the, you know, like the whole house thing, you know, where they're in the house and they got their little process and shit. They can go away from that. Try to put, um, you know, their, you know, Paul Taylor um, a little bit more into the light spotlight. You know, as Pinhead, because he's supposed to be the main villain. Like, and the director felt more like the villain character than Pinhead did. Mm-hmm. No, Pinhead. Than, uh, than Paul Taylor, yeah. Did what he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And that's what made a lot of people mad. Yeah. And Pinhead's like, he's. Wasn't it like he's there to punish the guilty, and that guy wasn't guilty? Or oh. something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely fucked up. Yeah, because it wasn't even him, it was his fucking brother. His fucking brother was a psychotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, are there any, uh, are there any flicks that you're actually looking forward to watching here pretty soon? I want to see Fighting With My Family. I want to see, um... I'll see, motherfucker. I'm waiting for Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) So I just went through a big giant Buffy, um, like Buffy thon, as far as like uh, TV goes. So I I rewatched the entire series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I also realized that the guy who plays the meta deal and Lucifer is in the last season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He gets the he gets the nail Elijah Dushku. Lucky fucking bastard. That's all I got to say. Um, he gets Maze and Eliza Dushku? Fuck that yeah. son of a bitch. Dude. It's like, seriously. Don't well, worry. He died in the Jet Li movie. Romeo must die. <laughs> <laughs> he got his up and comings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, with all the other stuff that's coming out, I mean, yeah, Fighting With My Family looks cool. Shazam. 
That looks fucking funny. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. <laughs> that whole shit was fucking great. And then he like beats up the bad guys and ends up walking out with beer. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Hey, so. I'm a superhero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be cool. I know. The fun. sad thing is, you know that guy's from? Huh. Oh, God. Chuck. He was in the show Chuck? He was Chuck. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I never I never actually watched Chuck. Yeah. It was actually pretty fun. First couple seasons were really funny. Mm. Plus, What's-Her-Face was yummy as shit. Dexter's psycho blonde girlfriend. Oh, her. Um, Whatever kind of Russian name she has. Yeah. Wasn't her first name like Yvette or something like that? Something Yvette, like that. Something. Yeah. And she is a tasty fucking treat. I was watching her another movie the other day. High Frankenstein, I think. Was she in High Frankenstein? The one with fucking... Uh, what's his face on it? Um... The guy who's going to be in Glass coming out here pretty soon. Um, that was yeah, yeah it's McAvoy, right? No, not I Frankenstein. Um, God, what was that called? Oh no, it was the Dracula movie, right? Dracula Untold. No, she wasn't in that. Eckhart, like Aaron Eckhart. Oh, Army of Frankenstein. Uh, no. Wasn't it? He was Frankenstein. He lived throughout the years. Maybe it was I Frankenstein. I'm yeah. thinking of McAvoy being in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I'm misplacing McAvoy. McAvoy and, uh... But McAvoy is going to be in Glass. I know oh, that. yeah. He's yeah. fucking ripped his fucking glass. And then <laughs> yeah, he is. And then you see him in X-Men and he's a quivered old little man in a fucking <laughs> wheelchair. You're like, how the fuck do you pull that up? I know, actually. Yeah, that's a good question. So Glass, the trailer for Glass came out first. Uh-huh. He's buff as fuck. And the Dark Phoenix trailer, which recently just came out, he's all skinny again. Mm-hmm. CGI? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't eat or something? <laughs> there, maybe that was like his pre-workout video shoots were him and Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing I could think of. Speaking of which, Sophia Turner looks fucking badass in this movie. Oh. She's so yummy, tasty. As soon as I saw her, and she was like 13, I was like, in five years, I'm totally going to fantasize about you. Five <laughs> years. <laughs> Speaking of that Game of Thrones shit. This girl was actually in a movie I saw recently. She was like, some like, it was called The Prophecy. Um... Not prophecy, progeny. Or no, protege. No. She was in some movie where like uh, the little kid from the uh, that plays young Jean Grey uh, was in another movie where she has supernatural powers also, and she was able to like she was like almost able to like kill her dad or whatever. He was like a military guy, and they held her in this room and shit, um, and had her uh, psych evaluated one more time by a psychiatrist. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Oh, I remember what her and her boyfriend, she dressed up as, uh, her boyfriend was Gomez and she was, uh, dude, I love it. I love that dude. The guy plays Magneto. Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. 
I was watching him in uh, The Glorious Bastards the other week. I love Evan Peters' character, too, from uh, American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, shouldn't the storyline for this movie have happened before the third movie? Before, oh, well, before, it's just so like, like, like before Deadpool Pop- said, dude, like, what fucking universe are we in? Yeah, because, like, I could have sworn Apocalypse was after the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's weird. But I'm looking forward to it, though, because it looks stellar. Mm-hmm. You know. And she looks smoking hot now. Yep. And yeah, same director as fucking, uh, same director as Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, believe it or not. Yep. He's still doing his movies. He's like, I gotta make my money, gotta pay my lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay my lawyers for all those kids I fucked. Whoops. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Gotta love that fucking word. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> now, if you haven't tuned out yet... Um, <laughs> oh, God. Downtown Abbey. We're throwing that allegedly out there. Yeah. It's a movie now? Down Downtown Abbey? Mm-hmm. Downtown Abbey. Oh, Prodigy. Yeah, that's what it is. Because there's all these different movies called Prodigy now. It's like, oh, we're all just naming Prodigy movies. Have you noticed, too, since um, Happy Death Day to You uh, came out, um, Amazon re-released fucking uh, Groundhog's Day? Oh, Bill wants to watch that once he found out who directed it. Like on VOD? Who directed what? This. Oh, Fighting With My Family? Uh-huh. Who directed it? He's in the movie. Well, The Rock directed it? No. No. Oh, wait a minute. Nick Frost? Nope. I was going to say, Nick Frost is British Bill. <laughs> so it wasn't The Rock. Well, I, knew he, I know The Rock produced it. Sure I'm not that. <laughs> How about I shove her head up your ass and we can find out? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? I need to touch more than I'm part of WWE. Can I bother you to come try out for us? Fitzvon? No. Him. God damn it. Say what? Mm-hmm. The guy that was on the other side of the table. Yeah. Thank you so much. What advice would you give us? We want to be the next you. What are your names going to be? My name. It doesn't matter. You walk around here interrupting the rock you like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years. You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist. Please, sir. May I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's a rock advice. Shut your mouth. Thanks, Dwayne. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne. That Pete Dunn's in this movie, too. Oi, oi, oi. Well, probably not the actual wrestler, but, uh, but Pete's likeness is in this movie. Thank you all very much. 
Yeah, no shit. She'd been wrestling since she was in the womb. Who plays Charlotte in this movie? Actually, no, Charlotte wasn't wrestling yet. No. No. Summer Ray. That's what I was thinking of. She's the one in the gold. Before they started dressing Charlotte in those outfits, they were giving them to Summer. Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. And I'm Vin Diesel, mate. Written and directed by Steve Merchant. That's great. This should definitely be a pretty cool movie. Uh, so new Godzilla is going to be coming out here pretty soon. Um, Captain or Captain Marvel. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, Captain Marvel should be pretty cool. Looks like. Um, right now, there's also a, a, a new series. Um, it's an all-movie series, too. Because you remember how, like, stuff like Masters of Horror and whatnot were all shorts and, like, hour-long things? Uh, Blumhouse has released a, a series on Hulu called Into the Dark. And all of the stories in Into the Dark are original short horror, or original full-length horror movies. Um, and a lot of them are pretty cool. Uh, right now, they've—I think they just released an episode seven. So episode, episode seven should be, uh, or movie number seven should be pretty cool. Um, but the series is worth checking out uh, if you have Hulu. I um, mean, you don't use it to watch uh, movies. There are a fair amount of horror films that are actually on that service that are actually really decent. Some old school, some new school stuff. So. I mainly keep Hulu around just for old TV. Now we're watching the trailer to Captain Marvel. With the very hot Brie Larson. It's hard to explain. I can't tell either. <laughs> that fucking machine she was all hooked up with, too, looked pretty kinky. Well, I think it's, uh, why she was gone for so long. Probably I don't like some kind of weird sedation. Keeping her asleep. Mm. You gotta wonder though, is this gonna be the character that takes out Thanos? It's supposed to be. I think. I'm not sure. You talked about. But. Then again, you never know how much of it they're actually gonna change. Well, they always have to change it because they don't want the fucking comic book fans to know everything. Yeah, that's true. So fuck those guys. I don't know, boss. 
get in there. All right. So, so who's your picks? Who's going to die? Oh, for the next movie? In the Avengers? Yep. Um, who's going to die off the bat? Well, Tony Stark would probably definitely be dead. Um, especially since... No, Captain America. Well, especially since he's not going to be in another movie after this movie. Uh, no, they haven't said anything on him. He still might be in talks. Gwyneth Paltrow actually announced that she's going to retire after this movie. Good. That was for you. Um, I'll be sad. No, she's just retiring from the um, MCU. So only as a Marvel character. But I don't know. I figure he's got to die. Seems like a logical place for Iron Man to go. Um, another one I think that might die will probably be um, I think Ant-Man. Ant-Man might get killed. But then they'll be brought back at the end of the movie because shit. Well, I have a feeling Ant-Man's going to be pissed. Hmm. Because let's just say his daughter's not Oh, yeah, no shit. Somebody was writing that the other day. Because guess what? Ant-Man's the greatest grandma that ever lived. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you this, though. If they don't have any more Ant-Man movies, they need to have that fucking one dude in every every movie from here on out. (laughs) Oh, dude, fucking Luis. (laughs) Dude, Luis is the best. I fucking love Luis. Because just in April, this comes out, comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones comes out, comes to an end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago, and the airport. Speaking of Batman. I know you know that. Can you buzz me in? Can you buzz me in? Fucking Ant Man. I believe he's 50. Paul Rudd? Yeah. Wow. Look at the shape he's in. Yeah. Yeah, most of the guys in these fucking um, Marvel movies are all old dudes. Robert Robert Downey Jr., he's pretty fucking old. He's got to be in his 60s, almost. So, um... Cool hand, Luke. Like a Charles movie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Where's Wasp Woman when we need her? I'll tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> Wasp Woman. Wasp Woman's pretty I scary, know, that's boy. the fucked up thing. Is I kept saying Ant Man versus Wasp Woman. Ant Man versus Wasp Woman. My <laughs> <laughs> Wasp Woman, she's pretty scary, boy. You remember uh, True Detectives? Yeah, this is season three. Yeah, look who's in it. Kind of crazy. They got some pretty. They got a weird cast. It's cool. It's got one of your favorite actors in it. Mm-hmm. This black guy will get a lot of roles here a lot recently because he just won Best Actor, I think, last year. 
saw their life. You weren't satisfied with the AG's conclusions, were you? Hello, hello. No. But I've never been satisfied with any part of the case. Hmm. Yeah, the shows I've been really high on lately is I've been watching the show uh, Shameless, which is nearing its final episode with Fiona. Um, What's his face signed back? Which one? The red-headed gay boy. Yeah, I figured they'd have to bring him back because he he's been in prison this whole season. So they'll probably let him out next season. Or he'll be like one of the visitor people they visit. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be like um, Emmy Rossum's last season. And they've really been pushing her away from the family in this season. She's essentially turned herself into Frank. They all go Frank. They do. They, like, Frank is like they're all of their rock bottoms. It's just some of them are Frank and their mom, <laughs> like a little bit. But yeah, they all do a Frank. Um, but but yeah, the. <laughs> Speaking of comic books. <laughs> As we hear them talking well, about it. Well, his partner in the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, Steven. <laughs> god damn it. When I saw this, I was like, oh, God, I want to make Dio watch this. <laughs> Leatherface kill him enough? What the fuck? Not good enough. Apparently not. Yeah, I need to go back and watch all this season. Hold up. Back up. Who was that? That's her. Oh. Yeah, she's a gummer. I wonder if her teeth fully come out. Yeah, I never. I I really do need to go back and watch season one. People out of know they closed because they wanted to close. It's not so. Yeah, I've got the whole access to the whole series because I have um, I have uh, HBO's uh, uh, HBO Go. But yeah, I just I really do need to sit down and uh, check that out. So before we close, I need to watch uh, season two because it has a uh, one of our favorite hotties in it. Um, remember Game Night? She's married to Ryan Gosling. She's in the Sherlock Holmes. Oh, uh. Um, she was in Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A black man? Rachel. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah. Yeah. She looks pretty good. Uh, she always looks good. Fuck yeah. Off an ass like that. Uh, apparently, she had a lesbian scene with Rachel Weiss. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. I saw her in panties. That girl has an amazing ass. Which one? Both? Rachel. Yeah. God damn you, Ryan Gosling. I said, fuck off. Fucking Ryan Gosling. Doing this. Dangerous. Dangerous, huh? Look, I ain't trying to rat on the man or nothing. You know what he does at night. I know last week he ended up on the say he's doing that. He sits in your mama's He didn't make it through the gate very well, did he? Rock, 
What? Well, he's doing it with a loaded gun on his desk. Keeps it near at hand. That's a different guy, isn't it? That's uh, Stephen Dorff in makeup. But I was going to say, he didn't make it through the gate very well, did he? No, he didn't. That's what happens. <laughs> yep. You go through the gate, you end up, you end up getting killed. You become That's like what happens a, to you when you're in, in your career, your fucking career peak in your childhood. <laughs> he, shouldn't have, he, shouldn't have put, he shouldn't have played that record backwards. That's all there was to it. Then his dorky-ass friend had to continue doing it and get, get taken for shit. All right, so... Last thing I wanted to talk about today. How brand new an actor Steven Dorf is? No. But uh, <laughs> how great of a moment this was in wrestling history. So, everybody um, who's up to speed in the world of pro wrestling knows about AEW. Um, basically, AEW was uh, formed out of the All Elite pay-per-view, which was headed by uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. And now features some of the top stars who have uh, decided not to renew their contracts with their fi- you know, fellow companies, such as Kenny Omega, um, Hangman Page, uh, various other wrestlers from, um, Bo- from Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, Lucha Underground, uh, like few, you know, a few other places. And they managed to secure some of the top guys in pro wrestling right now. As far as the indie scene is concerned. Now, they do have their next pay-per-view coming up, which is called Double or Nothing. What do you think about... Okay, so they have like a side promotional thing that goes along with that pay-per-view. It's pretty much like a fan all-access thing that they've been doing. And it's called StarCast. Very, very reminiscent of Starcade. Mm-hmm. The cast. And StarCast is actually put together by the guy who put together Ric Flair's podcast, Eric Bischoff's podcast, um, fucking something to wrestle with, and uh, what happened when uh, Conrad Thompson. And guess who's going to be at this year's StarCast hmm. as a fucking, st- as a stunt guest? Hmm. The Undertaker. No shit. He's not even fucking... He's no longer... He's cut the cord. The Vince McMahon cord. Officially. Pretty much pulling a Jericho and just kind of letting him go. Like... Because Jericho's one of the guys who's all who's all in. You know, he's one of... He's an AEW. Um, he's one of their top dudes. Same with Kenny Omega. Same mm-hmm. with a bunch of other guys. Um, it's like... Uh, I gotta wonder, do you think AEW signed Undertaker? It wouldn't be bad to start off as like a commentator. Yeah, or at least, um, or at least have him be a trainer, have him be a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, he could be working with the guys and shit, uh, be, or having him as a producer. That'd be pretty good. I'd like to see him on the mic. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Tell the commentator. God, he'd be like talking all sorts of mad shit about everybody. Because mm-hmm. he would definitely not be himself. I mean, he wouldn't be The Undertaker. That's a WWE product. He'd be me, Mark Callis again. <laughs> me, Mark Calloway. He's cut ties with WWE. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's no longer he's no longer getting the Vince check. 
Damn. Unless for whatever reason, you know, he ends up at... Because you haven't heard a damn thing about him. Anybody challenging him at all this year. Nope. You won't. Yeah, and you won't. Yeah, he's he's, he's all in. Um, he's going to be at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. I have a feeling he's going to show up on the pay-per-view. I know they've got him scheduled for StarCast, but I have a funny feeling he's going to be at the pay-per-view. Because there was that big moment where fucking... Um, it was that big match with Kenny Omega versus Pentagon last year. Mm-hmm. And Jericho ended up at the end of the match. Like, nobody even knew he was going to be there. He just shows up. Of course, the highlight of that pay-per-view for me was Joey Ryan's uh, dick... His, intro? Yeah, the weird dick intro. With all the dicks? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking... The, the, what would they call those? The, the dick druids? <laughs> like, you know, like Undertaker, Taker's druids, but there were no right penises. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Joey Ryan kills me, man. I, I I can't get enough of that fucking guy. He's pretty funny. Have you seen that guy that I sent you? Uh, he so reminds me of like rocket fucking Dio. Like you, you would have created this fucking wrestler, and you would have had him do this. <laughs> what? He's a real guy. Uh, he's a new guy on uh, NXT. I, I think say- I sent it to you on. Uh, I think the only new guy I know I was super excited to see on NXT was Punishment uh, Martinez. And the first stop for the Boogs crew. Oh, this guy. University. I've got the keys. Let's <laughs> Yep, that's totally me, dude. That's totally me, the Boogs crews. <laughs> I have a fucking guy. I heard that. Oh my god, that guy's even higher pitched than me, man. That guy's fucking nuts. The Boosh Cruz on NXT, that guy's fucking hilarious, and that's all I've really seen of him. Maybe that's what they've always wanted out of Adam Rose, but they couldn't get it out of him. Like, we're going to give you the Rose Buds, we're going to give you all this, but what he was really missing was what the boots crew says. <laughs> that was some funny shit, dude. I'm sorry. The guy, the guy's got that 19 fucking early 80s porno stash. <laughs> and he can belt that shit out. Fuck yeah. I really hope the podcast got that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some fun shit coming up for wrestling, though. WrestleMania's around the corner. What's your WrestleMania prediction for the two possible main events? Uh... Um, the, the men's main event first off with um, I have a so, feeling uh, the Shield's got to come help um, Brawlins win do you think uh, do you think Ambrose is going to resign in time for Wrestlemania oh that's true he's going to be gone yeah and Roman's got cancer he's going to be on Monday allegedly. Night Raw allegedly allegedly yeah. watch it was all an angle God, that'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? Only Vince would pull cancer as an angle. <laughs> Just to give him a break. Yeah. Hey, he's back. He has no more cancer. Yay. Um, you can't miss him if he doesn't go away. He's going to be on Monday Night Raw to give an update on his leukemia. Do you think he Superman punched it? Yeah. Or, or do, you think, do you think somebody stood up a kid with leukemia? <laughs> And he Superman punched the kid. Yeah, because uh, Perfect Ten is leaving. Yeah, fucking um, 
Dolph would probably be leaving. Um, this year alone, AJ's contract's up. Uh, Anderson and Gallo's contract is up. Shinsuke's contract is up. Um, you think those guys are all... Sami Zayn's contract is up. You think those guys are all going to be all elite? Don't know. I think... Depends Vince, on much money. I think Vince will probably throw money at AJ. Yeah. Out of all of them. I can't imagine. He's going to throw money at AJ. Yeah, I can't imagine he'd let AJ go. Because that'd be fucking crazy. Because they've invested a lot into him. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long did he hold that fucking title? Mm-hmm. 300 days, something like yeah. that. Yeah, he had the WWE title for a while. You know, and that's the more important belt. It's weird that that's now become the secondary. And what used to be considered the world championship is now the universal belt. And that's the belt that's being pushed the most because of Brock. Um, well, they had to because they that get belts brand new and they wanted to make it seem more relevant. Yeah. And it's not. No, Because it's it not. doesn't get defended. Fuck no, just gets held. Fuck, I mean, Brock's holding that title. AJ, in six months, defended it more times than Brock has the entire time he's had it. I mean, seriously, fucking Brock Lesnar is cradling that belt more so than Tommaso Ciampa is actually cradling his belt. (laughs) Cradling, I love the way Tommaso Ciampa holds that title. He holds it like a baby. Fuck it, it's my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, when they introduced Gargano... Champa, Alistair Black, and fucking um, oh god, who else? Who was the fourth guy? Um, Tommaso Champa, Alistair Black, Gargano. Who was the fourth guy? Oh, those are all four guys. Wow, I can't count. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so when they introduced all the new NXT dudes, um, on Raw, it's really fucking, it was crazy as fuck to to think that none of those guys in that crowd recognized anybody wrestling in that ring. It was fucking nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, why did... The crowd was so just sat on their hands. And Tuesday's crowd was a little bit better, not much. Yeah. At least I could hear them. If you could hear their actions, at least I heard it a couple NXT chants. Yeah, which is good. Because, like, there's not, a not, there's not an untalented guy on that roster. Not right now. I mean, maybe here in a bit, <laughs> since they're going to be pushing a bunch of guys. You know, I mean, but Velveteen Dreams, the North American champion now. Um, well, they're getting a lot of signatures. And they're going to be getting more, most likely. Triple H always... Pulls it out of his ass. Fuck yeah. But I'm pretty sure uh, he's a little butthurt at AEW right now. Yeah, a little bit. I can imagine. Because they were trying to... They were using AJ and Daniel and everybody they could to get Omega. Yep, they couldn't. Uh-uh. Couldn't secure Omega. They're lucky they got Walter, though. Because he was one of the biggest guys coming out of Germany and shit, and they got him. Uh-huh. Um, he's a throwback wrestler, too, when you really look at that guy. It was cool seeing him at the end of the uh, UK NXT, NXT Black. Oh, dude, he has one hell of a fucking chop. Yeah. Oh, my God, I was watching some of his chops on this little guy at mm. one of the UK shows that they were doing. or one. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> he chops. He's old school, dude. He reminds me of just that old school fucking black tights, black boots fucking wrestler, dude. Yeah. 
Do you think... Okay, so this is kind of a thought I've been having because uh, I saw that um, the Women's Tag Team Championship, uh, the one that's held by... Um, uh, the Hugging yeah. Boss Connection? That they're going to be defending that belt on NXT. Do you think Kyrie Sin- or somebody... Probably not Kyrie... I mean, probably Kyrie Sane. Build the rivalry with the Four Horsewomen. Yeah. Versus the UFC women. Yeah. That's it. Like, they got to be able to, like, maybe Baszler and one of the other girls becomes champ or attack champs or something like that. Kinda, like, no, like... Kind of help push them a little bit more. One guy was saying, he was like, okay, you, it is way too early to even have that rivalry at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year, he's like, because all, even the worst fourth, fourth horsewoman is head and shoulders above any of those UFC women when it comes to wrestling. That's true. Yeah. And he's like, out of all four of the UFC girls, Ronda Rousey's head and shoulders above. Um, yeah, Baszler's really good. Baszler's though. gotten. He was like, Baszler's gotten a lot better. He's like, but those other two, no. Yeah, they suck. Um, what, did, have you heard any of the, uh, the the rumblings going around that Ronda's only are going to be battling out after WrestleMania? Yeah, she's going to be taking a break. Yeah. So I can imagine they probably got to work with her a little well, bit. Well, they got to work with her a bit, and she's like, I don't know, she gets homesick or something. I don't know. Really? She, she can't handle the schedule. Hmm. So she's probably going to start getting a Brock, uh, or more of a Brock schedule. Yeah. Like time on and time off. and. But at least she can help put girls and over. And apparently, supposedly, she wants time off to have a kid. Ew. Don't give her a kid. Well, that might give her some titties, but don't give her a kid. <laughs> And, uh, but no. And uh, don't get me wrong, Ronda Rousey's good, but she should have lost already. Yeah, that's true. She, she should have lost to fucking Ruby Riot. I mean, she should have lost to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. She should have lost to Charlotte. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I think that's why they wanted to have that uh, rematch, but... That, you know you know that match is going to turn into a triple threat. Of course. I don't know why the whole wrestling and people are so mad about Becky getting screwed. It's called storyline. Keep watching, people. Yeah, they're going to give it to Becky eventually. Becky's going to keep jumping them every week. Becky's still stone cold right now. Oh, yeah, when she was coming out all handcuffed at the last pay-per-view she's, all smiling. Dude, she's literally the most popular wrestler there now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's stone cold Steve Austin. He even said so himself. <laughs> oh, dude, I love her tweet. She's like, I stuck Sean Cole's hand. It was room temperature. <laughs> it was room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be loving that. <laughs> well, Charlotte and her, when they were having the rivalry, she's like, oh, did you have to go out for a surgery? Did you have to go? Did you, could, you, could you not perform because of a surgery? She's like, yeah, but my surgery was for a broken nose. Not what Uncle Vince wanted you to have. <laughs> oh, God. Ouch. Fake titties in the new nose. <laughs> um, she was like, what did you go out for? It wasn't a broken nose, I'll ask I remember. Mm, it's for bigger boobs. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cold. Oh, yeah, she's been getting cold on that fucking shit, dude. Ice cold Becky Lynch. Like, dude. <laughs> I love her whole man. Like, when, I love when she man. was building that's up great. to wrestle Ronda Rousey, she was like, after our match, you're going to go home and cry <laughs> like you did when you lost in the UFC. Just oh. this time, don't contemplate suicide. 
Oh. Oh, bitch. God damn. Oh, she was just getting stone cold. Vicious. Yeah. But anyways, we love Becky. Ice cold Becky Lynch. Ice cold Becky Lynch. And you don't even have to look at a can to find out that she's ice cold, you know? Fuck yeah. And she's the man. Mm Mm-hmm. She is the man. The man. It's funny how the man won the Royal Rumble. Right? Rollins and her. (laughs) Yeah. And then in another intergender moment, fucking Nia Jax became number 30 in the men's Rumble. Oh, apparently, um... I guess... R-Truth is a little pissed off over that. (laughs) Yeah. She might have fucking actually heard him. One guy said, R-Truth needs to come in... With the his with the because he's now U.S. champion. Yeah, come in with it, saying he's a universal champion and he doesn't have to wrestle anymore like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> One guy was like, "They need to do this with our truth. They have to because he can do it." <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny actually. But yeah, so um, so yeah, check us out on um on all over social media because that's the only place we exist now. Uh, the website no longer exists. Uh, a few other things. So, on uh, on Tumblr, um, we are at Ryan's Gore Corner, um, at Rotten Corpse, ENT still on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, and Anchor. Uh, you can find us at Rotten Corpse Radio. Uh, we also are going to be posting another show on top of this one. At Every single month, so once or so two times a month, you'll actually the same day. You'll get two episodes per month um, of our show and the Segway Files, formerly known as the Sci Files. So once you've checked out this show, uh, stay tuned for the Segway Files that follows this show immediately after. Um, we are sticking to the longer format, and uh, we're only going to be posting once a month. So uh, this means. Less bullshit, but you get to kind of hear our thoughts on the stuff that's happened throughout the month instead of everything that's happening as it's happening. So, um, and no worry, we'll forget <laughs> shit out of the month, so you won't have to listen to everything. Fuck no, because and we're not gonna we're not gonna just pin down ourselves to just horror. Even though horror and wrestling are probably still gonna be the main focuses of the show, um, we it's do the occasional sports and occasional rambling of of you know Donald Trump. You know, fuck yeah. <laughs> Patriots won, by the way. Woo! Fuck you. And the, and the most boring football game ever. Oh God. Yeah, uh, it was. It was boring. It was boring as shit. Yep. And Scuba would not turn it just because he knew it was pissing me off. <laughs> and it was pissing him off even more too. Oh, it's so I mean, he great. wouldn't turn it, and it was making him more mad. And it's like, okay, dude. I should have put money down on this game. I really should have. I would have lost on the spread. But I would have won just the fact you that you hear about won. a guy who uh, there was like some spread uh, in Vegas mm-hmm. that you take the bet of the Rams only score three points. Yeah. Guy bet two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Walked away with like hundred k. Yeah, because nobody would have fucking picked that. No. Nobody would have picked that. It was like it was like when I predicted. Um, that one pay-per-view last time, you know, where I said, like, Brock Lesnar was going to interfere. Or, like, you know, Brock Lesnar was basically going to win the match, you know. It was like, I think it was, like, Roman Reigns versus somebody else. And 
my pick was Brock Lesnar, and nobody ever thought it, nobody else thought that was ever going to happen, and it happens. It's the same kind of bullshit, except for in actual sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was talking to Will tonight, and he said, well, apparently in AEW, um, they, they want to treat it more like a sport to where wins matter. And it should. It really should. It should be... Because TNA was doing that for the longest time, too, like post-Hogan. They were trying to kind of make it feel more like it was legit. And that's really what they should do, because that's the one thing they can do to differentiate themselves from WWE. You know, they're going to have to really just kind of... It's not on who's, like, the favorite with the crowd. It's on who has the most fucking wins. Fuck yeah. And then you'll get some real heat for some real fucking uh, heels and shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, uh, check us out online. We are all over the place. Um, have a great rest of the month, people, and we will see you in March. Fuck off and die, people. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.